Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Happy Hamster Corner, a podcast about cute, adorable animals, as well as featured stories, collaborations, hamster tips, and so much more. I'm your host, Holly, and I'm super excited for you all to be listening. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Happy Hamster Corner, a podcast about hamsters and tips and tricks and collaborations and, yeah, all thing hamster community-ish. I don't know. (laughs) Anyway, so I am your host, Holly, and I'm a little scatterbrained today, if you can (laughs) tell, but that's okay. We, we all have our days. It's totally fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But I'm super excited for this week's episode. I have a hamster community member on, so I'm really excited for you guys to listen to that collaboration. Thank you so much to everyone out there in the hamster community. You guys have been super supportive, and I absolutely love hearing and talking with you guys so if you ever want to be featured on this podcast just send me a message on petra the hamster on instagram i would love to hear from you love to have you on this podcast or just to send a write-in so thank you so so much for being a part of this community and listening to this podcast It means absolutely everything to me. So thank you so much. I really do love all of you guys out there in the hamster community. And I wanted to let you guys know I am in the process of getting merch ready for sale here really, really soon. So by the end of this month, we will have the Happy Hamster Corner merch ready for sale for you guys. So right now I'm just doing it on the side. I'll be having mugs, water bottles, and tumbler cups. I'm in the process of creating more merch as well. So send me a message on Petra the Hamster on Instagram if you want to have merch. But I will also be posting about it on Instagram as well for when it's ready. I'm so excited though. I never thought that this stuff would be out there. So it's crazy how life works sometimes. But Anyway, <laughs> sorry for my scatterbrainedness, although I really shouldn't be sorry for that. It's just who I am, and that's, you know, I'm just being me. Anyway, so I will get into this week's episode. Go ahead and give it up for Jade from Munda Say Hamster. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Happy Hamster Corner. I am your host, as always, Holly, and I am here with another hamster community member. Thank you so much, Jade from Moondust the Hamster, for coming on this podcast and chatting with me today. Do you want to say hello to the hamster community? Hi, um, I'm Jade. Um, I'm super excited to be uh, collaborating with you um, on this podcast. Well, I'm super excited to have you on. This is awesome. I love meeting people from the hamster community and doing this podcast because it's so much more personal talking to you instead of like DMing. Like, yeah, it is nice to DM, but talking to you, I feel like I actually get to know you a lot better. Yeah, it just like, it's 
a whole big difference. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot more personal for sure. Yeah. So a while back, we were talking about you had some escaping stories that you wanted to share. Yeah, Moon Dust has this thing where she escapes a lot. Should I just um, talk about that? Yeah, go ahead and get into that. If you want to talk a little bit about Moon Dust, you could definitely do that. Okay, so Moon Dust is a hybrid dwarf hamster. I got her from a pet store when I didn't really know anything about hamster care and didn't know that buying from pet stores is bad buying pets from pets is bad because of rodent mills but she's around 11 months now but I'm not absolutely sure because in the pet store they didn't tell me and she currently started off living in a terrible situation but now I think she's doing good she has this thing where she always finds a way to escape but we've resolved it now but I, I'll just share a few stories. So once I went to sleep and Moondust's cage was absolutely secure. There was like stuff at the top. I didn't have a full lid, but like I, there was, it wasn't fully secure, I guess, but she had things on the lid just where it was high enough. And that's where Mm -hmm. I realized because it's a detolf, it doesn't come with a lid. So it, I just had a few things on the top, like a canvas and a few things at the high bits. And she found a way. Oh, okay. I don't know exactly what happened, but I woke up and she was next to my face. She was <gasps> running on my face. <laughs> oh my gosh. On, a, on my bed. There was nothing next to my bed. And she's like tiny. And there was nothing next to my bed that she could have possibly got up. Just like I was so did she just crawl up the mat like on the blanket or something to get up on top of the bed no to be honest to be honest I still don't know but then the next day I thought I like thought oh yeah this there's like this tiny gap Uh, so I'll close it so I closed the gap and the next morning same thing happened but then I started (laughs) realizing every time she'd do that it was when she had a very little bit of water left like oh. she still had enough, but she still, but she just would climb up onto my face and be like, "Mom, you need a, I need water." Need water. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh! And then the next day, the same thing happened. So I put up, I think, some books on top, some like giant ones, like uh-huh. cut, not like heavy ones because that would break the detail, but like some big books, and then more canvases so it was like covering the whole thing Mm -hmm. and she still escaped and then I put a blanket all on the top of her cage and that was the only time she didn't escape and then I just put like the shelves from the detolf on top and ever since then she hasn't escaped but I still don't know what that was it's just really weird because she somehow always knew that she had to come up to my face and then I found out the reason why she didn't have enough water is because the water bottle was leaking. Yeah. And it looked like that she had water, but really there wasn't anything. It, like, it was one of those crappy eBay secondhand bottles. Mm-hmm. So I switched to a water bowl from now just to make sure that that doesn't happen again. But yeah, yeah she just always, if there's just the tiniest gap, but now because 
I have like glass on the top, she can't move it. But before, like when I had the boxes and books and canvases on top, she, if there was just a tiny little bit, she would move it. And uh-huh. there's one which was recent because my sibling, uh, they came in my room and they they know they're not supposed to, but <laughs> they came in and took out moon dust and because they did that they forgot to leave they forgot to close the gap and the that gap between like two of the glass things I'm not sure if I can ex- explain that properly but they've got to close that and it's weird because I feel like they should be old enough to know that they sh- shouldn't leave a cage top open yeah but I don't know when they did that but they did that and when I next came in uh, when they had left uh, the house and I came in my room and I noticed moon dust is inside this little box at the top of her cage. Oh and my I was gosh. Like, I was like, oh my god, no. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's mm. crazy. Well, I recently got a detox too and I came across this video online that this girl put. I'll see if I can find it and send it to you. But she put like this shelving that they have at Home Depot over here in the US. It's like a hardware store and it's shelving and she just had him cut it. So she put the two glass pieces of the detox on either end and then she put this shelving on top. That's and so her hamster wasn't able to get out, but it still had like the ventilation and everything. Yeah, that's so, like she... a good idea. I might check it out. Yeah, I'll send. I'll see if I can find the video and send it over to you. Because I was like, that's such a smart idea. Like, then you don't have to worry about, you know, where the bedding is higher up of them escaping from that side because you have the glass on top. Yeah. And then for the other part in the middle, like she just put the shelving over it and then she zip tied it like to the little bars of the detox so she could open it like a lid so it was a lot easier so i was like that would be good for you if especially if your siblings might be going in and like (laughs) trying to get moon dust out and you don't have to worry about them not putting it on properly yeah they only really do that rarely when they like come in but Mm -hmm. but when they do then they obviously they, they love little fluffy creatures so they're like moon dust <laughs> I, mu- I must take her and leave the thing open but yeah that sounds like a good idea i'll just che- i'll definitely check it out yeah i'll i'll send you the video because i was like oh i just kind of stumbled across that and like that is so, so cool what a great little shelf it looked really nice on it too yeah because awesome. i mean like i finally got the means to get a detox so i was like super excited yeah the detail's definitely amazing cage but uh, the lid can sometimes be the hardest thing to make but yeah yeah that's what i've heard is that people have issues trying to figure out a lid situation all of that for it so yeah. that's the only thing okay well do you have any other stories you want to share about moon dust i have one which is a weird like Thing that she does it's basically every time I take her out but this was the first time which I did this but I took her out this was when she was in her like 250 square inches cage mm-hmm. I took her out and she would always have this thing of when I put my hand in her cage she bites me but straight as she's in my hands then she just like l- sits there and she's like, hi, I didn't know who you were when your hand was in my cage, but now that I'm on your hand, 
I'm not going to do anything. And it's really funny because she, whenever she's biting me, she always has this really angry look. And straight as she goes on my hand, then it just, her face just like changes. And it's just really Mm -hmm. cute and funny. That is funny. Is it like your hand is still in her enclosure and she is on it and she's okay? Yeah, that's... Oh, weird. Yeah, it's... Oh, that's really strange. Maybe she's like territorial or something. Like she doesn't like you Mm -hmm. in her space. But then once she's like, oh, I know who you are. Yeah, I... Then she doesn't care. Method, which I've been using. I put a bunch, like five socks on my hand. And I put it in her cage, and then she bites the sock. And I think it's been helping. It's kind of like a taming thing. I just, like, put a bunch of socks on my hand, and then I just put them in her cage, and she just climbs on, bites them, like, a bunch of times, then just sits on my hand and waits for me to, like, use my hand as an elevator to lift her up. But, yeah. That's interesting. It's quite weird. So is it like you use the socks instead of, like, gloves? Yeah, because I've used gloves before and she tore through them. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I don't know why, but I think socks are... I don't know why, but I tried many different things, but that's probably the one which she isn't going to rip through. But, yeah. Huh. That's cool. That's it. What a little, like creative idea because i wouldn't have thought that to put socks on my hands yeah it's like i guess i'm like if you don't have gloves this is what you use (laughs) hey if it works if it it works don't (laughs) don't break it if it's not broken (laughs) yeah oh is moondust your first hamster she's my first hamster so when i got her i had no idea about anything in like basically it happened should i talk about like um why i wanted to get one sure you can definitely talk about that yeah so So why did you want to get a hamster i previously had a cat but he ran away and then i wanted another cat but i was like thinking no like cats need like all this food they eat food so quickly and their food's so expensive and you need to like do all this that stuff even though you still need to like but I didn't know that like you need to do that for a hamster and I I was like yeah a hamster's gonna be pretty cheap uh then I actually like well, that was a last minute thing I woke up and then I was like the day before I was like I want to get a hamster uh-huh and then the next day just <laughs> went to the pet store and got a hamster not knowing anything like there was a Syrian laying down in the pet store and just like laying there and I was like looking at the Syrian and then I saw this like fluff ball just running on her wheel 500 miles per hour <laughs> along and I was like yeah she, she she's something she's you know, like a personality then I eventually started doing research I was like watching maze videos and then like a Victoria Rachel video popped up, popped up on my uh, page and I was like what's this and Watched it and realised I actually only got my VTOL for my only good cage this January. So um, about, I got Moondust in June. So yeah, so like six months after I got Moondust, then I started to like 
actually give her what she needs and I started doing research way before that so I think that was like a stupid decision of me not to give it to her before but I think now that I've actually done that for her I think that's the thing that matters at the moment yeah hey it's never too late it's never too late to give proper care you can always change exactly and like I always say we're always learning we're always growing in this community and you know I'm not an expert on hamster care and not even the expert is the expert on hamster care I mean you can look at Victoria Rachel's journey and see how much she's grown and even just in her last couple years of having hamsters it's increased yeah it's changed so much and she's upgraded and upgraded and upgraded and so you just always want to be striving for better and better and better that's just the way that I see it and we're always learning and growing in this community so and don't think you know I did this this is so awful I don't deserve a hamster because that's not the case either you just didn't know and that's okay yeah and that's okay as learning too much exactly exactly back before when I was getting Petra I almost got her basically an adult version of a critter trail it was way below minimum and it had bars on it I almost bought her that pen until I started doing more research into it and then I got her one that was just barely above the minimum Mm -hmm. and because that was what I could have at the time when I was living with my sister and then when I was able to upgrade her enclosure, I got her a bigger bin cage because I didn't have the means to get a detop at that point. I wanted to get her a detop, but I didn't have the means to do it. And so I got what I could, which was like double the size of what she had. And now with Linka, I actually have the means to get a detop and I got a detop. So, you know, and then eventually, you know, I'll get something bigger for Linka when I have the means to. But you're always upgrading. If you can do small steps, do small steps. Link is such an adorable name, by the way. Oh, thank I you. <laughs> yeah, it, it came to me when I was looking at a different hamster. And I was like, yeah. I love that name. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm going to save it for the next hamster that mm-hmm. I get. Because I was just starting to feel ready to get a new hamster. Yeah. And I didn't want to get one from the pet store. I did get Petra from a pet store, but in my area, it's super rare to find hamsters for adoption. And then I found Linka. And so I was like, I, I have to get her. And yeah, I was like, the name is perfect. She's my little, uh, Linky Slinky. I call her cause she's so like long and stretches and yeah, she's so cute. Thank you. Moondust is super cute too. Thanks. I love the hybrid hamsters. They're so adorable. Yeah. That was. I originally wanted to get a a winter white dwarf. Yeah, winter whites are cute, and mm-hmm. like, it's just kind of sad that pet stores had to start doing all this like mixing and stuff, because it's just, to be honest, like ridiculous. Pet meals are just so cool. They are, but I know, and it's strange too, because you don't know if it's a purebred at all. They just yeah. Always, yeah, ass- they're like just assume it's a hybrid because you know you have no records of it unless yeah. you get it from an ethical breeder that you absolutely know, you know unless you do like a DNA. Yeah, you tell me, so I just had to like I looked at her and I looked at a bunch of pictures of different uh, of the hamsters and I was like, I'm just gonna say that she's a hybrid. And then I was like 
talking to her and I was saying, sorry if I'm offending you right now. Because yeah. she might be whatever she is. Um, yeah, and so it, I don't think that's offensive or anything like that. I mean, that's yeah. the truth. You you do know that, like, somebody a long time ago mixed the two species, so you can't tell if it's a purebred or not. But they are adorable. At least you're, like, looking after them. That's really what matters, that you're giving them proper care. And they're adorable either way, so... Exactly, exactly. And that's that's what matters to you. No matter the hamster, they all deserve love, is how I see it. So they all deserve love. They all deserve proper care. So... Yeah. And does seems like such a cute hamster. I'm glad that, you know, even though you were a little late to the game, hey... Better late than never, <laughs> is how I see it. You did more research and discovered more things, so that's awesome. There's so many people who just do, re- like, watch all these videos, find, like, Victor or Rachel, like, like all these different hamster-influencing, uh, like, good cat, and, and mm-hmm. they, they look at it, but they don't take in what they're saying and they they act like they know everything but i think if you if they end up changing that's really what matters because uh, all your hamsters end up getting the care that they deserve i guess you could say yeah exactly i couldn't have said it better myself <laughs> i did want to thank you too personally um i know i did thank you like via dm but for the beautiful little video you made of petra um that was super super sweet so thank you so much for that she was a beautiful animal so i was like thinking i have to do this she's just adorable but yeah yeah but i really do appreciate that that was very very sweet i did want to thank you in person for that well (laughs) not really in person but you know what I mean yeah well is there any other questions that you have for me any last words anything else you want to share I guess my last words will just be your hands is adorable if you have one (laughs) anyone (laughs) if you have a hamster they're so freaking adorable even though I don't I probably uh, will never see them or might see them or whoever's listening to this your hamster's the cutest thing ever (laughs) i know they're super cute they're fun little pets and yeah i don't know this community is awesome i love it (laughs) everybody is so sweet and so supportive and and kind at least that i've interacted with at least so i'm sorry for those of you that have had people you know not nice to you in this community there's like it's probably one of the nicest, most supportive communities that there are out there because just like in general, any animal lovers or animal owners, they're all just so sweet, most of them. They all just, especially when they have good care, they're just amazing. I love them all. Yeah. And I feel like we're all learning and growing. And if you're condescending and attacking towards somebody that doesn't have good care, that you know, they just don't know, then they're going to just shut off. And so you need to approach it in the right way to be like, hey, 
this is an alternative that works really good for me. Maybe it'll work for you and approach it in that way instead of just being like, your care is wrong. You don't deserve a hamster, all this stuff, because then that person just, you know, shuts off and they suffer and the animal continues to suffer. That's why education is most important and approaching it in the right way if somebody doesn't have proper care. Propose an alternative for that. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Jade, for coming on and chatting with me today. I appreciate your time and I appreciate you coming on and talking with me and sharing some very interesting things about Moondust, your adorable hamster. So thank you so much. Thank you for having me on. Of course. Okay, so I hope you guys all enjoyed that collaboration with Jade. Thank you so much again for coming on the podcast and talking with me. So this next thing is I have a little write-in share, which I'm going to post this on Instagram as well because they made an adorable edit and I'm excited to share it with you guys. George underscore Syrian hamster wrote in a write-in that also has an adorable picture with it. So go ahead and check this out on Instagram. I'll be posting it with this week's episode information. So thank you so much, George underscore Syrian hamster for taking the time to make this little hamster facts edit. So they wrote down a couple of facts on this picture of their adorable hamster. So the first one says, hamsters have four toes on their front feet and five on their back feet. Second fact, hamsters are omnivores. Third fact, hamsters have 16 teeth. Fourth fact, the word hamster comes from the German word hamstern, which means to hoard. Number five, There are over 20 species of hamsters, but only five are domesticated. Number six, hamsters need large enclosures. Yes, they do. (laughs) Thank you so much, George Syrian Hamster, for writing this in and making this adorable edit. Go check it out on my Instagram, Petra the Hamster second off (laughs) we will get into holly's hamster tip of the week don't think i forgot because i didn't (laughs) i still don't have drum roll though i still don't have the drum roll but i did not forget about holly's hamster tip of the week so (laughs) holly's hamster tip of the week this week folks is if your hamster is showing signs of boredom something has to change signs of boredom include and are not limited to digging at the corners of their enclosure bar biting if they are showing any of these signs please please do something to enrich your hamster's enclosure or consider updating their enclosure to a larger environment. You can enrich your hamster's enclosure by 
moving things around every so often, boredom breakers, herbs, sprays, adding more chew toys, things like that will definitely help enrich your hamster's enclosure and their life. All right, so that's another episode of the Happy Hamster Corner for you guys. Next week, I have another collaboration I'm super excited for. I hope you all enjoyed this week's episode and get ready for my announcement of merch being ready for purchase. Also, if you don't know, I release new episodes of this podcast every single Friday and if you ever want to be featured, send me a message. I say this all the freaking time on this podcast. Send me a message. Let me know. I love hearing from you guys. I love feedback about this podcast. And yeah, I just love all of you guys out there in the hamster community. So stay safe. Stay happy. Stay, I don't know. <laughs> I'm a scatterbrain today. It's totally fine. But yeah, so I will see you all next week for an amazing collaboration episode. I'm excited. I hope you guys are too. And of course, as always, one guys okay and we're golden <laughs>